Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Today, we have Corey Gerstner of Bottle Caps with us. Thank you for joining us, Corey. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we'll just start nice and simple. Who are you and what is what is it that your company does? Yeah. So me personally, um, I'm the vice president of uh, business development for Bottle Caps. Bottle Caps is a technology solutions company. We build mobile apps and websites, essentially, for beer, wine, and liquor stores. So very specific to the industry, but we also provide other tech solutions that they might need to help sell products online. Okay. And so why, what is your story as far as why you got into this industry specifically then? Yeah, great question. So some of the founding partners and original investors in the company um, back in 2017 approached me uh, to join the team as the sales and marketing manager. I'd worked with a few of them on uh, previous projects and in other jobs prior, and they thought I would be a good fit. It was a totally different industry for me. Um, I'd been in um, kind of telecom and uh, natural gas and electricity sales. Okay. Um, so it was a great opportunity uh, to try something new. And then obviously beer, wine and spirits is a, is a fun kind of culture yeah. uh, environment. And uh, I thought I'd take a stab at it, but uh, it's been a great fit and, and very grateful for the opportunity. I love that. And so as far as now with, you know, bottle caps and everything, was there a gap that you saw as far as you said with apps and everything? It was, is that why you decided to go into that or why that's why you're working on that currently? Yeah. So really the, the founding partners originally, that was the idea. Um, you know, when they looked at retail mm-hmm. um, in other industries, they had seen that they had already migrated to online shopping, e-commerce websites, even a few apps out there. But the beer, wine, and spirits industry was way behind, right. um, almost 10, 20 years in some cases. So they saw that as a need and, and an opportunity. And then having some experience in the industry, they already had a lot of connections that they could drive uh, you know, home on. And, and that was kind of how the fledgling business you know, became. From there, you know, with the environment, with COVID and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. Buying online, shopping online, convenience, no contact delivery, like all these things have become such a a part of our world now. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, we were three or four years early uh, to the party. But a lot of our uh, retail partners, you know, that have been with us for years now, um, you know, they look back and and they're very thankful that they were they were ahead of the curve, uh, not behind it, obviously. I'm sure. Absolutely. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people relate to the party. So I'm glad you all could be early. Absolutely. Yeah. And so as far as, were there any challenges though, as far as, you know, online usage and everything with this industry, I know there can kind of be some trickiness as far as legality reasons and things like that. Where were some maybe bumps in the road along the way to play that catch up? Yeah. Alcohol is a, is an interesting animal uh, when it comes to the industry itself. I mean, there are a lot of regulations uh, and then 
it's not even that they're like on a national level. They're very much state to state, even county to county in some instances. Um, so you do have to play that game a bit. Mm-hmm. But the way our model or business model is set up is we work through the retail partners. They're experts on the alcohol side and the legality side. So they kind of guide us there. We just build the technology specs to what their needs are. So mm-hmm. they can kind of, uh, you know, manage that piece of the business and then you know, we do the development side and support side to make sure that they're successful. But certainly there's been bumps. Um, you know, again, when you're kind of initiating uh, a need uh, almost, you know, before people realize it, um, you know, you have to pitch your pitch and, and you get rejection and you, you get told uh, that, that you're a little too early or that it's not a necessity or, or oh, I think we'll be fine without it. Uh, and then as that story gets told and more and more people start to adopt, obviously, um, you know, the line gets longer. And, and COVID, you know, with the unfortunate circumstances that we've all had to go through in 2020, it did pose an interesting kind of, I guess, silver lining for us. And it right. elevated and escalated our business. I mean, who knows, probably 10 years into the future, mm-hmm. really basically overnight. And now people are starting to come to that place where they're comfortable, mm-hmm. just like they get their groceries delivered. They can now get their alcohol delivered. So, okay. And so now that people are getting more comfortable, how do you continue to create fresh opportunities for your customers? Yeah, I think it's it's starting with the customer itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listening to their needs. Um, you know, being insightful to their shopping behaviors, um, and then responding on on the development side. So we do a lot of surveying of our clients, uh, both the, the retail partner as well as the end shopper. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to learn what it is that uh, we can provide. So one thing right now we're doing beta is, is free delivery. So kind mm-hmm. of working off that Amazon Prime type model, mm-hmm. where if you're a preferred customer, you know there are retail outlets out there that'll they'll do your deliveries for absolutely free. So um, it's it's went very well so far, and it's something that I think we'll adopt permanently in the future. But again, it all goes back to the customer. As a tech company, sometimes you hear that word tech. And you think it's a bunch of ones and zeros and a little mm-hmm. bit sterile. Um, but we really try to make bottle caps uh, a company about people and product. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just happen to know code. But at the end of the day, it's still the people behind uh, you know, the shopping experience that matters most. Mm-hmm. So. And so earlier, you kind of explained how the retailer obviously has that expertise there as far as that industry and these are regulations. And obviously, you have kind of the tech expertise and everything. Do you think that's kind of your commonality and common ground as far as you said, for the people and for the product? Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, it's a working partnership. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. So we depend and we count on them to, to guide us mm-hmm. um, in the direction that these products need to go. If we build a product as uh, you know, fancy and, and tech minded as it may be, mm-hmm. if they can't use it and apply it in practical situations and make sure that they're compliant in a business like this, obviously, then it's useless. Right. And so it is a partnership and it's a working uh, one at that. Um, we're constantly updating and growing and developing new features within our technology. Mm-hmm. And those always come directly from the in shopper and the retailer. Um, so Absolutely. It's it's one that evolves in time, but it's always a collective. Absolutely. And so as far as things constantly evolving, like you mentioned, how do you leverage that flexibility to continue to think outside the box as well? I think, uh, you know, stay in tune to the industry and the trends, um, you know, because this industry is fairly new. And when I say this industry, e-commerce for beer, wine and spirits specifically, 
um, things change in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of big, um, you know, deals are being done, partnerships are being done, movement at, at all different levels um, of the three tier system. So, staying on top of that, trying to be uh, out in front as, as often as you can, and then if not, being able to be flexible and to pivot your, your kind of development schedule um, so that you don't get left behind. You can, you know, still push the envelope. Um, you know, and then and the need. You know, I think all good business comes out of of feeling the need. And you know, right now that is part of the need is how do I consume my alcohol? You know, now responsible drinking is always important, but doing it safely from a social distancing perspective um, that has changed even in our evolution. Um, you know, recently and figuring out how we do that best way and our delivery partners, how they make sure that they're doing. Uh, you know, the right protocols and such. Um, so just staying on top of trends mm-hmm. and really being at the forefront. And so now I'm personally curious as far as, is there, are there any differences in like demand and marketing as far as between beer, spirits and wine? Cause obviously you kind of have maybe some different people do, drink different things or how does that work? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, trend in the U S right now, tequila is a huge uh, okay. kind of a uh, growth opportunity in terms of the spirits. Uh, but you do definitely see trends, even regionally, mm-hmm. you know, different people in different parts of the country are drinking, you know, different things. Uh, also through our retail partners, since they drive a lot of the business, mm-hmm. it depends kind of what their shop is known for. Are they more of a beer shop? Are they more of a, a liquor shop? Right. Um, so we do have all those data, data and analytics, and, and we try to follow those trends and then help push those products that are going to be, you know, most consumed at that given point in time. You know, seasonality is a big part of the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, The holidays just commenced. They're huge in terms of alcohol consumption, but it's a lot of wines and higher end, uh, maybe whiskeys and bourbons. Whereas in the summer, you know, you get a lot of the canned drinks, you get Mm -hmm. the the hard seltzers, you get things that are easily uh, consumed by a pool or or in a boat. Mm -hmm. So we definitely kind of stay on top of some of those trends. And then our brand partners, we work with some of the biggest brands in the entire world. And they know, obviously, their brand, and they're trying to push their marketing through Mm -hmm. our platforms. They are able to advertise in the app, advertise on the websites of our uh, retail partners. So they kind of help us really stay on, on topic, I guess, and on trend with the marketing as well. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think about like the regional portion too. And I'm sure it does kind of depend where it's more popular. Yeah, for sure. And so what would you say then is the secret sauce that sets you apart from the rest of the industry? Yeah. Bottle caps, you know, I mentioned before, we're really trying to be consumer centric. Mm -hmm. And so what is it that our clients being the retail partners, the brands, and then the end shopper, what is it that they're looking for? And, you know, we set out, uh, with the mission in mind to be the best technology solution company for beer, wine, and spirits, but at the most cost-effective mm-hmm. uh, route. And so these retail partners, some of them are mom and pop shops. Some of them are large chains, but those smaller stores don't have just infinite budgets. So doing this in a manner that uh, you know is cost-effective is mm-hmm. very important to us. We're the only company in the industry in terms of a competitor um, that is a non-transactional, no commission fees on mm-hmm. any orders we put through the platform. So they pay us a very low monthly rate. That's it. Uh, So we make ourselves very transparent pricing, very uh, retailer and consumer friendly. I mentioned the free delivery that we're uh, beta Mm -hmm. testing right now. So that's the goal. Um, You know, do it based on the people first, the tech second, 
and then make it, you know, uh, cost effective for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And if you can just touch a little bit deeper too, as far as that transparency, like some being more cost effective, how do you think that's helped like your relationships with these retailers? Absolutely. Um, you know, we're very hands-on. We have a customer success team that okay. handles each account after they've, you know, uh, signed on with us and they've been onboarded. We're giving them best practices, uh, you know, marketing techniques and strategies uh, on the regular. So mm-hmm. weekly, uh, we have a newsletter that posts and then our guys are very hands-on and, and, and helping guide them through this new e-commerce journey. You know, most of them have never tackled anything like this. Right. And so, um, you know, that's been very helpful, I think, to them. And that's the feedback that we get in our reviews or in talking with our retail partners. And it similarly works the same with the brands, not that they are mom and pops, you know, mm-hmm. they have large budgets. Um, but, you know, that handholding and that kind of personal touch, um, I think is what has definitely set us apart. And again, that's all coming from, um, you know, some of these folks, uh, mouse themselves. So, yeah. Right. And then focusing, like you said, on the people, it goes a very long way in different aspects. Absolutely. And for bottle cats, what can listeners expect to find on the Instagram and Facebook pages? Yeah, we have a a whole creative team and uh, a a media multimedia team that runs all of our social um, and some of the other uh, site kind of marketing and and, uh, graphics. But um, I mean, you'll see a lot. We really have two facets to our business. One is our B2B component, which is bottle caps. And then we have our B2C, so to the end shopper um, component, which is called bottle rover. And so your bottle rover Instagram and and Facebook and social, you'll see a lot more um, kind of shopper facing. Mm -hmm. We'll have some fun memes. We'll have certain trending products. We'll have some contests on there where you can enter a raffle to win some prizes and gifts. Mm. Um, We have, we have a a few different cool ideas. We have something called BR buds, which is basically a page just dedicated to puppies Mm -hmm. and alcohol. Right. So we found that the brands publish a lot of, uh, you know, assets that have dogs in them and, and sharing the, the experience with, with the alcohol. So there's a lot of fun stuff we try to bring into it just to, you know, kind of engage the consumer. And then the B2B side, a little bit more business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're speaking to those retail partners, speaking to those brands. Uh, it's a little bit more straightforward kind of business approach of our products, our pricing and what we're all about. Okay. And so where are the best places to go to for information, like a website or anything like that? Absolutely. So uh, Bottle Caps, and that's with two P's at the end, like apps, uh, bottlecaps.com. That's going to be our, our, our B2B page, but it has information on all of our products. We have a portfolio of products. I think there's probably six or seven different products that people can choose from and package. Um, and then bottlerover.com. Mm-hmm. You can go right online uh, and shop. You can also watch instructional videos. Uh, you can look at that little BR Bud section. Uh, we even have a charitable cause called Rover to the Rescue. And a portion of every order that goes through our website goes to supporting uh, pet charities and, and shelters nationwide. So, um, yeah, either website works um, or you can go to our social pages, Bottle Caps or Bottle Rover, and follow us from there. Perfect. I'll have to check that out myself and go order some new wines. Yes, please do. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Corey Gerstner, thank you so much for coming on here and telling us about Bottle Caps. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Gabby. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and 
would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.